0: In this episode, I sit down with Lauren and Elena from Shanghai Tattoo. This is Headphones Recommended. Hey, it's Michael Shipley with Headphones Recommended. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm sitting down tonight with Elena and Lauren of Shanghai Tattoo. Guys, thanks for coming in.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: And so uh, we're just going to jump right in whoever wants to start. Um, Why don't you guys take a moment and tell folks about yourselves. Who are you? Do you want to go?
1: All right, I will go. My name's Elena Robbie. I'm a tattooer from Cleveland, Ohio. I've been tattooing for 17 years in July. And I've been in Astoria full-time for just about a year now, but I used to come up and work with these guys here at Shanghai Tattoo for the last, like, three and a half years-ish.
2: Cool. Um, my name's Lauren, I, uh, where do I start?
0: Tell me about your childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Oh, shit. That is where he usually oh, starts. Shit. That is where he usually childhood starts. childhood trauma? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, did you grow up in this area? I never had a daddy, oh. first of all.
1: But he is a daddy. I am a daddy. <laughs> he's no, he's not my daddy. daddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where it all starts, man. No dad.
0: Yeah, Where'd
2: you grow up? Where (laughs) were you? Phoenix. I grew up in Phoenix. Yeah? Yep. I moved to, from Arizona, I moved to Portland. Okay. And then I moved here.
0: Yeah? How long have you been tattooing? Six years. Six years now. Mm -hmm. Cheers. 17 and 6? Yeah. Perfect. Alright. So, what were you guys doing before being a tattoo artist? And you guys can just... Whoever wants to go.
1: I was 18, so I don't remember a lot about what I was doing before I started tattooing. But uh, I went to one failed semester of college. Uh, I was 17, I graduated high school year early. I'd been working in kitchens full time for four years. And when I got to school, I was kind of like bored and overwhelmed and came back home and someone tipped me off that a local shop in Cleveland was hiring apprentices, to which I said, that sounds like a good way to get like kidnapped and murdered. I'm pretty sure that's like not how it works. Uh Uh, And then I found out it was a legitimate shop and brought in my portfolio to the owner and talked to him and uh, that worked out. So... A portfolio, um, like, you weren't doing any tattooing? No, not so at just, all, just yeah, just artwork. artwork, just like, yeah. I can do a drawing that makes a little bit of sense, mm-hmm. can you mold me into a tattooer? So, yeah. it was kind of a chaotic choice. People ask all the time, did you always want to be a tattooer? And it's actually what I told my girlfriend in high school, who was uh-huh. bad at art. Uh-huh. I was like, maybe you could be a tattooer. So, <laughs> I think ultimately she was oh, pretty shit. upset that I ended up doing it instead. Uh-huh. But. So I was young and drunk before I started tattooing.
0: No, yeah. there you go. <laughs> no, so I don't, I don't know if you guys had this, the, uh, um, when you guys were in high school, did you have those tests where you would take it and it would, it would give you a list of potential careers based on yeah. your attributes? Yeah. And so I actually wanted to tattoo as a career mm-hmm. at Oh wow! Point. And you were too the, smart. Uh, you tested out. Uh, <laughs> well, I wish, <laughs> um, the, uh, so because I, um, because I'm. I, I'm, I'm not a Like I'm creative mm-hmm. and I love to draw and I love to, I, I like to paint. I I, I really dig it. The uh, and so I sat down at this test and I was like, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna be it a tattooer. Oh, test. Yeah, I didn't oh know that was it was. An I it, I didn't care at that point. <laughs> and so I went through and I took this test. It's like 40, 50 questions, right? <laughs> and I got uh, most of my friends were getting like three to ten recommendations on potential career paths. I got one.
1: And? Meter
0: Reader. Oh god. Mm. Like, yeah. You're most like, hateable. Oh my Voting god. most hateable. <laughs> And so, and what's funny is like, and I, so I, I grew up in Central Washington, and in the town that I lived in, there were no meters. And it was like, oh, you're my. good at one thing. Now, get the fuck out in leave. That's right? I think it's mine like, was
1: like high school counselor. Like, <laughs> yeah. stay forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forest service. No shit. For- yeah.
2: Forest service. Yeah, I remember. Jealous. Because yeah. I was like, damn, that sounds good. Like, you could always go back. That sounds yeah. really good. It does so- <laughs> yeah. Be up in a fire well, lookout. that. My brother is in the forest service. Yeah. So. It's not all it's cracked up to. Be. <laughs> no. But it is. Nice. You do get to work outside every day. So. That's true. Uh, Which is the opposite of tattooing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what were you doing before you were tattooing? Mm, I did uh, lots of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like fast food to most recently I was, uh, I worked in the film industry in four months.
0: Yeah. What'd you do there?
2: I was making commercials and working on films and stuff in the art department. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, it was nice to fall into and it was like fun while it lasted. Yeah. yeah.
1: What? Then he threw it all away.
2: Then I threw it all away. <laughs> for, the, for dreams. <laughs> well, actually, for life. doing that kind of work actually got me used to, like, freelance, working, having a freelance job where, like, yeah. s- everything's temporary, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So I got comfortable with that.
1: Yeah, learning like, how to ride the wave is, like, a yeah. important thing that I've done in my whole adult life, so I forget that there's other people when you're a wage worker and you grow up like that and you transition into any kind of freelance or you mm-hmm. work for yourself in any way, or you're on any type of you know commission based pay, money has a flow. It comes mm-hmm. in and out like the tide. Yeah. And people who are uncomfortable with that and are used to this like number on their paycheck, mm-hmm. like watching them try to adjust and adapt, I'm always yeah. like, what do you mean? Like money just comes and yeah. then it goes. When, <laughs> when you need it, it's like there again. <laughs> uh-huh. You're in charge. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So how did you end up transfer uh, transitioning over to tattooing?
2: Uh, a friend of mine got an apprenticeship mm-hmm. and learned to tattoo, and he was a really good friend of mine from Arizona. And he moved to Portland. Well, he moved to Portland. What happened? He moved to Portland before he got that apprenticeship, or like they asked him to come. Whatever. Mm-hmm. He he got me started basically. Yeah. yeah. And so put a machine in my hand. <laughs> basically.
0: So how does the apprenticeship actually work?
1: In Oregon, it doesn't. In Oregon, it's like one of two or three states where there's tattoo school, which is very different than mm-hmm. the way anyone else for several decades has ever learned how to tattoo. Yeah. Um, I believe that you've got to learn a trade, like tattooing on the job, like you do mm-hmm. if you're a journeyman of any other kind of trade yeah. or craft. So I am I learned in Ohio, and uh, I learned by working in a shop, understanding how the front of the shop work, dealing with customers, cleaning, number one, cleaning everything. Mm -hmm. Cleaning everything forever. And working long, pretty much unpaid hours. And then you do art in that standard type of apprenticeship in your spare time. So you're learning how to draw tattoos, how to paint flash, how the insides of a tattoo machine work mechanically Mm -hmm. on your own time when you're done doing all the tasks for the shop. So I would say I came up fairly traditionally but as a good contrast, Lauren went to tattoo school. But you have mentors. Yeah. Anyway,
2: in Oregon, it's easy. If you want a tattoo license, you go to a tattoo school. You can go by. You pay a bunch of money. Yep. And- get a tattoo license, but you don't know how to tattoo though, so. You still they need to actually, find someone to they mentor. Don't actually teach you. No, I they mean, help in you in a way do them. But you can't yeah. learn in six months or a year right. or even like two years. So like schools years.
1: repetition. School is like read the book about yeah. the skin, read the book about the machine maybe, and then repeat tattoos.
2: If the school is like two years long, then maybe when you got you graduate from tattoo school you might actually be able to do a nice tattoo. No, no. But you'd still be out of Whatever. the context, it's, it's really, like,
1: of, like, a shop.
2: Exactly. Yeah, then you wouldn't have anywhere to go, though, Anyway.
1: Right. No. You'd have to, you have to come out of tattoo school, essentially. It's like a pre-apprenticeship program, almost. Like, you have to come out and then find people to mentor you uh-huh. and teach you the business, even though yeah. you have the rudimentary skills. And a lot of people, I feel like, come out of tattoo school not with a great attitude. Lauren obviously has a great attitude. He's a great tattooer tattoo school produces some people like that but it Mm -hmm. produces more people that are just like, cool, I have my license, I can go open a shop now.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like bartending school. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Or like, you know, I feel like when you're a hairstylist and you go to school, you are understanding that you're going to work at like a Best Cuts and sweep the floor. You still
2: gotta, yeah, learn. You have a lot more to learn. You have a ladder to climb. The the learning never stops too. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not done. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, every day I learn something. Yeah. How do you practice? I practiced
1: you, on yeah. people, mostly bums. Yeah, you, you keep a couple of tall cans of steel reserve in the fridge. You don't want to be tattooing on your friends for your first tattoos or yourself, even though that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, the yeah. bums
2: that I tattooed were my friends. Yeah, hundred oh, <laughs> yeah. percent. That's why they still get free tattoos for me. Yeah, I yeah, totally. They're all them. apologies. To yeah. Everyone <laughs>
0: No, but, like, for, like... Truly. For
1: no, truly. Right practice to skin. Friends, Absolutely. Right
0: yeah?
1: Yeah, be- because like, if you, you t- tattoo something that's not human skin, you're not learning how to tattoo. Yeah. You're... I don't really know what you're doing. You're learning bad habits. Yeah. Because if you go to tattoo a person, like, you tattooed fake skin, which is almost impossible. Have you ever tattooed that stuff? How of flesh?
2: Yeah, I tried really... If you
1: tattooed a person clear. the way that you have to tattoo yeah. those devices, yeah. you would scar them for life. Yeah. I mean, you would completely rip a hole into their skin. It's so, just not the same. It's not the yeah. same. No so you're to gonna. Tra- there's no
2: way to practice without practicing no, on somebody. Not at all. <laughs> and, <laughs> no. So get outside. Sorry there. to say, so we don't call do it practice. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's yeah.
1: uh, you're, what, what's like a better. See, so if you tell somebody you're practicing on them, they're not uh-huh. that stoked about it. No. So
2: no, you're not. Yeah, you're not supposed to be practicing. <laughs> yeah, you're no, supposed no. to know what the fuck you're doing
0: yeah, and right. do it. But, but that little... first time that you've got it, you've got a machine in your hands, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's I'm like I'm I'm looking around and you guys have like this amazing art that's hanging on here. There's there's no way that you're attempting any of these things for your first shot. Absolutely not.
1: No, no so, because
2: you're supposed to be around people who know what they're doing, and uh-huh. helping you. Yeah. That's you still, you do you a tattoo
1: that can be fixed as your first tattoo. Your <laughs> really? first Yeah, absolutely. Oh, your yeah. first tattoo needs to be something that is outlined in black and filled in in black so when you ruin all the lines that you put on, uh, you can tr- fill it in and cover it up and then when you mess that up, the guy that's in charge of you can come up behind you and, and fix and it. clean it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's how you
2: do it. You have to have somebody who knows what they're doing yeah. helping Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you guys remember
0: your first tattoo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who wants to go first? I, w- I want to hear him.
2: You know I don't know. have any crazy stories about ones that I've done. Your no, first like your first tattoo that you, two that you, that the you first first ever did ever. That you gave. Oh, oh. Do you remember what it was? No. No? <laughs> I don't remember, obviously, no. Oh, I do. I remember the girl, but I don't remember the time. Yeah. But I remember it wasn't too short. Probably shy. tribal. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, like... It wasn't I'm too just, bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck, I don't know.
0: He's a natural. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not digging for like a bad... Like I'm digging I'm for like... Well, oh, I've done a lot of you, like, tattoos. I, I'm, like, I would imagine like the first time, like the first time that you actually... No, like, you can't okay. be though.
1: Absol- I mean, I came up in a biker shop where the guy who was watching me was like a drill instructor uh-huh. and he would be behind you, dip, line, wipe, <laughs> dip, line, wipe. <laughs> and if you he walked away to attend to something else and your machine stopped buzzing... You're probably used to like eh, eh. this is back when we had foot pedals i use a continuous switch now so the machine really is on all the time but yeah. back when we used foot pedals you'd buzz the line stop buzz the line stop if that machine stopped for too long he would come into the room and say what the fuck are you doing not tattooing you know what it looks like you drew it just tattoo it and stop looking at it so much why are you looking at it so much so that was the atmosphere was like you need to get these tattoos on. You need to get yeah. good. There's a lobby full of people waiting. It's kind of right, though, too. Absolutely. In a lot of ways. And especially yeah. at that time, <laughs> no. it was much tattoo shops. were. It was the one tattoo shop in the county, or, or two tattoo shops in the county where uh, I was. So there was lines out the door in the summertime.
0: The yeah. industry's
1: not like that anymore. Yeah. But, he, yeah, there was a, a lot of pressure to do good. And I was the only girl, I think, that ever apprenticed at that shop. Wow. And um, he said he'd never hire another girl because he couldn't hit me. <laughs> um, so I would hear, because he was so used to backhanding these guys, that I would uh, hear, I'd do something wrong, and I would feel the wind, you know, uh-huh. like on the back of my head, like you just stomped two inches away, yeah. and was like, I can't smack the girl, uh-huh. but I did, my first tattoo was uh, on a friend, which I think was the only actual friend of mine that I tattooed before I learned that I didn't want to see those tattoos uh-huh. for the Forever. length of that friendship, Yeah, um, but there was a project where an author was having every word typed in a novel tattooed on someone, so you could sign up for words or be assigned words, uh-huh. and she got the word "grows," but it had to be in this like very thick, wide typewriter font that could be outlined and filled in like it was a tribal tattoo. Uh-huh. And so it was like, yeah, birds, silhouettes, stars, tribal things that were outlined in black and filled in in black. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That wasn't like a Chuck Palahniuk thing, was it? That sounds, no, that no, it was a woman. Like a... I don't remember. Yeah.
1: Uh, some people, when I tell that story to her, are like, Oh, I remember that project. I was going to do that. Or my mom was going to do that. It was yeah.
0: 2003. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I mean, Lauren, you had touched on this a little bit. Um, are there tattoos that just kind of stick out in your head?
2: Like Just stick out in your memory as like, you know, I just can't really
0: story. just like <laughs> I
2: can't. What that, in a bad way or a good way? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I got all of them like yeah. what, which one do you want to know?
0: And so let's start out with a really let's start out with a bad one and then I, I, I want to hear a good one I want to hear one that you just like we're just so stoked about
1: We're stoked so, about every tattoo that we do.
2: I am stoked He
1: actually tattoo. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. real.
2: I love tattooing so Yeah, yeah, it's fun Especially when you, like, try to do something and you do it pretty good and people are happy and yeah, you're happy.
1: We have a saying around here and it's, I ain't afraid of money. <laughs> Which is something that actually a different coworker of mine coined. I'm kind of stealing it from him. Sorry, Leo. But when someone comes in with something and in your head you're like, God, that really sounds like a nightmare. That really sounds like a challenge. But I ain't afraid of money. And Lauren really ain't afraid of money. But it's more than that, too, because I see him, like, transform stuff that, like, any other tattooer that was, was afraid of, you know, their skill level or, or just felt too cool, you know, just had their head too far up their own ass to see that this is what the job is about. Yeah. Take that design and just make it something that you might start out kind of cringing about and then he finishes the tattoo and it's like, oh damn, I, you actually made that person's wild ass idea a very cool wearable tattoo. Yeah. I think that's like the best service that we could do.
2: That's actually my favorite part almost. You know what I mean? I love doing it. Yeah, It's fun, yeah. It's fun steering people away from their own fucking car Saving accident. them from the. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you grab the and you're like, yeah. OK, I'll it. I am like, oh, sick! <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. That's fun. I don't know. I think that's fun. It's actually kind of like, you know, you're like a little detective, too. You know?
1: I like the puzzling and the problem solving yeah. has always been the most favorite part of this job. I'm ADD, and so being a tattooer is like five different jobs. You have the mechanical electromagnetic machine equipment aspect. You've got the medical, dermatological, sanitation yeah. aspect. You've got the artistic and design problem solving alone. How am I going to put angel wings, four mm. different flowers, mm. and three different banners mm. into mm. this piece? You are. You're going to figure it out. And, <laughs> and you'll learn twice as much from doing a tattoo that you're dreading than you will from doing the same tattoo that you really love that you're already really good at. Yeah. And I think it's important to have a balance, but you're definitely going to learn more from one of those situations. and. I mean, another phrase that I feel like gets thrown around the shop a lot is like you said sometimes you have to save the client from themselves, but sometimes you have to give them the fucking orange, which is a quote from Henry Goldfield of Uh Goldfield's Tattoo, which opened in the 70s in San Francisco, closed a couple years ago, Henry's old. Uh, Still alive though, bless. Um, Henry overheard a young tattooer in the lobby trying to talk, desperately talk a client out of putting orange in a certain part of the tattoo. Uh And I think we've all been there. It's amazing, actually, that you've really got that quelled pretty good. You're pretty much down for whatever. But I found a five- or six-year tattooer, generally speaking, kind of is in a position in their life where they feel like they know everything. I was there. And I thought I could just tell a client... This is what you need to do. I know best. This is my job. I'm going to tell you how to get your idea the coolest way. And so you're talking to this person. I'm getting orange. Why do you want orange? Orange is stupid. Don't get a Green Panther. That's ridiculous. Uh And at some point, you're scaring the money out of the shop. You're shooting yourself in the foot. And Henry yelled from the back room, give him the fucking (laughs) orange. And you just have to know the the wisdom to know the difference between when to save the client from themselves and when to give him the fucking orange. That's
2: (laughs) totally true. (laughs) And that's for your own mental, like... Not cracking your own yeah. brain in half. Yeah. Not just sometimes you, keep you have to it. give them the for me sure.
0: <laughs> not just banging your head against the wall.
2: No, no just like your own. Yeah. You have this own this mental war with yourself. Like what she just explained. Yeah. Like Between how you think it should go and what how they think it should go and mm-hmm. what you think you know and what they think they know mm-hmm. and you just try to kind of find it, come together and find that spot. You, did you ever did advise, the Angels sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You they ever,
0: do. Have you ever advised someone against the orange, they get it in, just, you know, as, as an expression. And then they, they get it, and then come back, and want it fixed.
1: Well, you need to know when that's a possibility, and that was where the Green Panther comes in. The same guy that used to drill sergeant me, said, you got to give people what they want until you know they're going to walk out of that door, their friend's going to point at it and say, why the fuck did you get that orange? <laughs> yeah. That looks stupid. And it, when the fifth person says that to them, they're going to start going, I don't know, that's how the guy did it. He just said it would look cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Because they don't want to take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Mistake. So that's the line that you walk. Yeah. That's the wisdom. And it's a Jedi mind trick, essentially. It's really like... Letting someone arrive at the decision that you know is best without telling them it's best, because yeah. some people are desperate for control. Uh-huh. Some people have no control in any other part of their life, and anyone in the customer service industry knows that when that person comes in, they're going to exert their control in this interaction. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's sensical, and yeah. it doesn't matter if they're doing what's best for them, but it's like they want to be in charge of something. So you kind of have to give them that, even if ultimately you're steering the ship.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I do I'm more surprised the other way where I'm like, Okay, I'll do what you want me to do. And then I do it, and I'm like, That looks sick. Yes,
1: yeah. and that that is yeah. the best feeling. That's when the yeah. angels really do sing is when you're like, God, I can't yeah. believe it. <laughs> I gotta do this and then you do it and you're like, Wow and I've thanked clients. I've been like, you know, yeah. I was already with this drawing that I really thought I had nailed down and like you had this <clears throat> suggestion and at first I was a little put out and then I realized like this really was the way to yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. That's it's fun a too. partnership. That's yeah. fun
2: too. Yeah.
0: No, I've kind of expect I've, I've, I have a few tats. The uh, um, which immediately sounds uncool, just calling them tats. But no, we do it. The, uh, tats we, is back. Tats is back. Is it back? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Tat-cat. Good. Right. Full circle. <laughs> Full, circle. <laughs> Full circle. Flared legs on my yes. pants. It's yeah. yeah. We're back. Um, the uh, so I have a few tattoos and the uh, um, and one of the ones I really wanted a dandelion. But not like the one like, you know, where it's blowing in the wind and all the you know. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted a lion in a top hat with a monocle. Oh, I see. And I wanted that makes I a, lot of a sense. dandy lion. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. And so <laughs> I, I drew it up and I and I, I took my I took my offering in and uh, my tattoo artist he he looked at it and he's like Yeah, okay. And then and then just immediately like completely redrew it and recreated it. Now we knew we had known each other for a really long time, mm-hmm. so he felt really comfortable doing that. And he did it, and then did it in color. And he's like, "That's what I'm tattooing on you." Right. And I'm like, yeah. uh, Okay. All right. Uh-huh. And yeah, he was he was right. And so I've had the experience of like going in and having them like I like that tattoo artist just completely redo it. And then I also got um, uh, when I moved into the Astoria area, I got one of the cargo ships as a band. Oh and wow! And so just as a continuous band, so mm-hmm. there's, there's no. Ba- there's Bow, stern, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's no front or back to the ship. It's all just that continuous band. But it's a handy max, and the uh, and that one was just like, yeah, I want to do this, and the guy was like, yeah, we're gonna knock it out. And it was just like that. See? Yeah,
1: that's an interesting idea. I mean, it's something mm-hmm. that's physically possible, which is uh-huh. kind of the baseline. Yeah. But I mean, I mean. To your original question of you know, what's a tattoo that stands out? I feel like one of the most common questions we get asked every day is what's the Craziest tattoo you've ever done and I think a big blind spot like a big dissidence between us and and common folk civilians (laughs) is that they don't understand how weird every single tattoo that we do is it's not like Every day is really normal, and then someone comes in and asks for something weird. Like, people are strange. Uh The things that people choose to have tattooed on them are strange. And from serious to, like, totally lighthearted and ridiculous, all of them are weird. So, like, what's a normal Wednesday for us is going to be, like, really fucked up to somebody. Like, I had a lady come in here, and when I asked her what she wanted, she said she wanted a birthday shrimp.
0: A birthday shrimp. She
1: said it right in my eyes. Like, there was nothing strange about that. So, like, that's my base level. And I and I said, oh. And she said, you know, like a shrimp with a party hat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course. Cooked or uncooked. Yeah, absolutely. You well, <laughs> know? That's all I need to know to Cooked make your dreams a reality. Mm-hmm. Cooked or uncooked shrimp. <laughs> so, when someone comes in on a normal Thursday and asks you that question, like, what's weird from there? Like,
2: yeah. what do you... They want... I feel like they just want what, like, to like have you tattooed a butthole.
1: They do, and that's what I tell them when they ask They're what the like, most no, painful I place. I have
2: tattooed an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they always want to know if I've tattooed a dick. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh well, I, ha- I haven't. Well.
1: Hear yeah. yeah. <laughs> that? Star. I don't start. I'm end. not. I'm not going to start. <laughs> so, um,
0: about a minute left before we need to take a break. Um, have either one of you ever refused to tattoo something on someone? Else?
1: I think I have more than you have, <laughs> probably. Yeah,
0: I have. I want you to hold on to those because I want to know about those, at least like one example. Uh, But what we're going to do right now, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come on back. We're going to find out what you guys decided not to tattoo.
1: Um,
0: And then we're also going to, we're going to talk about more about like day-to-day experience, real life advice for individuals who may want to get in um, to becoming a tattoo artist. Uh, And yeah, advice for those folks. So hang in there, we'll be right back. And we are back. Uh, I'm still sitting in with Lauren and Elena from Shanghai Tattoo. And uh, we, when we took a break, we were talking about tattoos uh, that you guys have refused. So, we've had a few moments.
1: Well, the first thing that came up was swastikas. And I feel like that's what people always want to know about first. Uh-huh. It's like racist imagery. I mean, I've definitely done gang tattoos that I didn't know were gang tattoos. Or gang no. tattoos that I did know were gang tattoos where I came up was pretty hood. But um, yeah. yeah, I definitely don't tattoo racist symbols on people. Yeah. I did have a client for a while who had a lot of hate symbols tattooed on her uh-huh. and referred to herself as Aryan Jess, which I requested that she <laughs> please not uh-huh. do in a predominantly black neighborhood <laughs> that I learned to tattoo at in oh, Cleveland. And In, in um, the lobby, I would be like, could you not? refer to yourself, yeah, yeah. Jess, Jessica is fine. Uh-huh. Um,
2: you know, that's probably what everybody knew her as on the block,
1: though. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Eric Jess? <laughs> <laughs> but um, one guy did come in really agitated once at this uh, studio in question, and uh, he, I was like, hey, how can I help you? And he was like, I gotta get this on my arm, and I don't understand, no one will do it for me. And it was a swastika, and I was about to be like, you need to get out of here now, because it uh-huh. was a very busy day, and I didn't want him causing trouble. And then I realized I had a coworker who really was not afraid of money, uh-huh. and uh, like really not afraid. I I have longer stories about that guy that I'm just gonna skip over, but I said I think I got a guy for you, and I go back there and I'm like, Matt, this dude wants a swastika. Can you just like get him out of the lobby? Like, will you do it? He's like, Oh hell yeah, I'll take that guy's money Uh and brand him for life as the asshole that he is. And he calls the guy back, and he's tattooing him, and the guys. I I walk by his station on the way to make a stencil or do something I had to do, and I kind of keep my ear in and listen in just long enough to hear the guy go, Thanks, man really appreciate you taking care of me I don't know what everybody else's problem was about doing this and then there's a beat and Matt goes well you know us Jews we love money <laughs> and the guy just shut up for the rest of the tattoo never came back paid his money and, and left but uh one that I personally wouldn't tattoo is I had a 18 year old kid when I worked on the Ohio State campus in Columbus Ohio come in and he wanted his first tattoo inside his lip and for it to say sit here and I was like yeah but I don't I don't think I'm uh-huh. gonna do that to you I don't need any more moms like really mad at me uh-huh. and I had these great clients who were like these older librarians uh-huh. and when they heard what he wanted they sat down next to him on the couch in the lobby and they just lectured that kid for like 20 minutes about oh. why he wanted to do something like that. I'm actually, actually.
2: disappointed they wouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, you know, I don't know, but you know, it's funny because an 18 year old just came in the other day and he wanted to fuck love, and I did that. But I had a crisis of conscience. I did have a crisis of conscience. And that for was on the arm. inside and the I lid said, you And com- I you said, want. well, you can never cover
2: it up, though, ever. Cover it up. It's already covered up. <laughs> it's in your mouth. You never have to show that to anybody. Until, well, I told unless the fu- it's the right person. Yeah.
1: I told the fuck love kid, you know, come back in the summertime when you're when you believe in love again.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> when his heart has healed yeah and, you know, exactly he's found someone else yeah
1: yeah <laughs>
2: put a grim reaper over that mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah okay for me things I've refused I don't know I refuse stuff all the time do but, you though yeah but I, I'm just kind of like hey you got anything else <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know what that's I mean? true it's not a refusal yeah. to do it's more of like advice maybe I shouldn't do that one right yeah. you know
1: we gotta yeah. know your limits too.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of stuff I can't do, and like I don't, unless it's on somebody. You know, if if we have a relationship, like an actual relationship with the client, mm-hmm. things can. There's room there for experimentation and stuff yeah. like that. But if it's just like a regular person, that I don't really know. Like I'm not gonna take risks that the tattoo is not gonna come out. Yeah. How they want it to you know what I'm saying yeah that's a really good way to put it yeah so that's kind of how I think about it so
1: I only like to do like hands and knuckles really on people that I'm very comfortable with or people who are so covered in tattoos that like the one that I do isn't really gonna stand out very much
2: there's also the thing where people want tattoos that are not gonna look good no matter what so we just don't you know like the palm or Yeah. Yeah, Placement's a whole other
1: caveat. I I was just thinking designs, like images I wouldn't tattoo, but like, there's a lot of scruples that you learn. I came up tattooing anywhere anyone asked me because I wasn't taught, you know, I decided to stop doing face tattoos. I decided in the afterlife or whatever, I didn't want to cross a bridge full of all the people (laughs) whose faces I tattooed looking at me like, why? Uh Um, you know, that's a decision everybody makes. Everybody feels differently about mm. But I mean, I, I did some wild ass face tattoos when I was like 19 years old on people.
0: <laughs> has, the, has the popularity of post Malone assistant, like, you know, I feels like, like an they, increase in request? Do the
1: SoundCloud rappers even go to shops to get those tattoos? Or do they just do it in the hotel room? Yeah. do they got a guy? Like, they got a guy on the doorway? I, I want to be
2: that guy he, one of them.
1: Actually, good. that yeah. would be tight. Yeah. 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 I'll do
2: that. Just a touring tattoo yeah. artist?
1: There's people for do my, that.
2: For the artists I like, like, shit. I should send Quavo a message like, "Hey, There's... I love your work." Oh, you should you go on tour facts? with
1: Quavo. No
2: shit. If I didn't get work tour head, tour had, <laughs> had yeah. tattooers,
1: I feel like for a while for sure. in yeah. the in a little bus, yeah, so like the that. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Awesome. So, uh, what, I'm, what I'm kind of picking up on is like, you guys have a lot of liberty to as as the artist to be able to say what, you're, what you're say say yeah. you what you want to do. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was going to say we actually don't have to do anything we don't want to do. Yeah. It's actually
1: great when someone comes in and they're not aware that that's the situation and they think Uh, they're like ordering a birthday cake at DQ or like they're uh, ordering a Whopper at Burger King and I just start laughing sometimes when we catch attitude, which is so rare. Like we're, we have the upper hand in our client interactions, which is Mm -hmm. really rare for a service position. Um, it works really well in our favor because what we do, although it is very silly, is also very serious. And if we couldn't yeah. maintain control of our clients and our environment as well, uh-huh. we'd be up Shit's Creek. Our job would be like ten times harder. So yeah. a little bit of fear, a little bit of self consciousness tends to help the whole procedure go yeah. I would better. Say respect. Yeah, If definitely. the client, like you
2: know, has a little respect for what you're doing and right realizes Or even if they're just a little
1: nervous. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys yeah. are,
0: you know. Um, like speaking from somebody who's like outside the culture mm-hmm. right the uh, um, it's you guys you guys don't all, you you guys cater an experience Right. for like so many people like there's it's the there's like the actual experience mm-hmm. of getting tattooed or like yeah. you know and that's a whole other it's
1: not just there. the product that yeah, they leave with yeah. well and that's why you know dan Bilsdorf. us uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. he said once the you know basic requirements for being a tattooer number one is be an interesting person mm-hmm. um i don't believe i'm putting headphones in and not yeah you know yeah. i'm not sitting down to do a painting i'm sitting with someone i'm giving them mm-hmm. an experience just like you said and Sometimes it can be hard to get your energy to match theirs because like they're stoked. They're coming into the tattoo shop. They don't do this every day. They don't do this every month. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't do this every year. Yeah. And we are here for our five day week.
2: Yeah. And, and it's your Friday and it's the last tattoo of it. right.
1: and you need to be able to meet them at least, <laughs> yeah. at, least at least close. You know, you need to like yeah. be there. Your energy level needs to be and that's why I like working with people who feel that way of like leave their home stuff at home and they come into the shop and they're just ready to have a good attitude and, and tattoo people yeah which is why it is so weird when you do encounter somebody who's kind of got it twisted about the fact that their tattoo isn't going to make or break our careers or our jobs <laughs> and yeah. if you are serving the wrong attitude in here and that usually gets you what you want in other venues it's not going to get you what you want here. You're going to be very disappointed yeah. when you're asked to leave or maybe you don't need to be a client. It's rare, though. Most yeah. people can act right. Yeah. Which is why it's hilarious when it does happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so the... Uh, wow. What's... So that's, that's a pretty good segue. Let's talk about um, just a little bit more detail about, like, the reality of being a tattoo artist. You know? Because, I mean, like, we've, we've joked off camera that it's, you know... Um, people may have this concept of like being a tattoo artist is like you know it's hookers and coke rock star kind of (laughs) lifestyle right as what's what let's
2: squash some dreams
1: oh great you're fresh though you start
2: Well, it could be hookers and coke if you really focus and work hard. Yeah, (laughs) you apply yourself. No, there's plenty (laughs) of people. Uh
1: Well, the interesting thing about tattooing is there's so many different kinds of tattooers. Yeah, you do
2: it how you do it. Right, because
1: there's so many different kinds of clients. There are clients. Who don't mind paying half as much than they would pay me to get tattooed by some dude that's high because his life is strippers and cocaine Mm -hmm. And he tattoos because it's the only job he can keep making money at and spend it all on hookers and cocaine Mm -hmm. So you could do the job that way Yeah, you can do that (laughs) Or you could do the job our way (laughs) I don't know which one you're going to live longer Hopefully you live longer (laughs) Doing it it our way I don't know
2: With, uh, you know, respect and uh-huh. Yoga every morning. Yoga every morning. <laughs> That's right. Drinks every night. Kicking yeah. that caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: does drive us to drink. I would say we drink. No.
2: What's, what was the question? What's it like? Yeah. Squash.
1: What's the reality of being a tattooer? Oh, Behind yeah. the
2: scenes. P- fucking hard work. Constant hard work. That's the... Constant just... hard work. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's all you think about. It takes your, It tries to take your entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you care.
1: I mean, I've worked with artists that treat the shop like an ATM, and they tattoo below their skill level because they're putting minimum effort for maximum payout, make as much money as they can, leave, and their clients are calling, where's so-and-so, where's so-and-so? I don't know. He dipped in, made some money, and dipped out. I don't think that's a sustainable way to be a tattooer. Um, But for me, I would say the biggest dream squasher after 17 years is I'm 35, my body is 65. Yeah. I have limited uh, mobility in my shoulders my lower back doesn't feel great um, it's just sitting sitting for eight hours a day is a difficult thing to do and ergonomics are really important I don't think that's something they teach in tattoo school uh, what to do how to how to keep your hands healthy how to keep your back healthy how to sit correctly working under good lighting was really important for me I worked for five years under awful lighting that's why my glasses, make me have bubble eyes like this. I went like almost blind. So um, no one teaches you how to do your taxes. You know, there's just so many things. You don't have a manager, you don't have an HR person. You're navigating every single part of your job from first contact with clients, promoting yourself, business cards, websites, uh, having a good consult, attracting clients, going out being social and attracting those clients to scheduling them, managing your schedule, keeping yourself healthy so you show up on time and physically tattoo, doing the drawings, the prep work, the artwork, like...
2: Yeah, and all that, and then, and you have to... That's before we ...get good at drawing. (laughs)
1: Right,
2: exactly. so fucking hard. So you can get what's
1: in your head and what you want to give people actually out on paper, so you need to draw shit that's not for your tattoos, so so that you can get better at drawing for your tattoos. And
2: get better at tattooing.
1: Right, and then physically, the tattooing and the drawing skills are two different things, and you're always kind of like leveling up, and then leveling up like an RPG, like, I'm gonna put my points over here, and then I'm gonna put my points (laughs) over here.
2: Shit never ends. Yeah.
1: It, ne- it literally is a job that I lay in bed and I think about tattoos that I have that week, and I'll wake up because I dreamt that I drew it better, and I'll come to work and be like, I need to spend the half hour that I have before this person gets here redrawing their tattoo because yeah. I dreamt that it could be better than the way that I did it. Yeah. And then you gotta take good pictures, and then you gotta put the pictures in your portfolio, mm. and <laughs> mm. then you gotta get them to come back and get more mm. tattoos. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. People always say they're gonna, um, oh, I'd love to tattoo as a hobby you know mm. like a side like a side hustle <laughs> and I'm like that's not possible yeah.
0: as if all you really do is just I hang wish. out draw
2: pictures
0: I
1: mean but also to be yeah. fair that is once exactly in a while, what we do <laughs> once
2: in a while it's that easy yeah you know it's, once it in a can while. seem that easy sometimes yeah. like one day can feel that that easy sometimes like yeah no. it's great
1: that's why if we're all you like, like
2: all that fucking pressure and you can handle yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? That's like why we're great. all
1: wifed up though, too. That's why it's not strippers and cocaine. We all wipe wipe wife up yes. because we need the support, like emotional support. Mm-hmm. Our jobs are so all encompassing and so draining. Yeah. That the rest of
2: your life has to, be, has to be, be managed, managed by somebody <laughs> else. Seriously, yeah. seriously. Uh, uh, yeah. Most tattooers are on like three divorces. But exactly, yeah. No. Or just fucking <laughs> just fucking still party, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Someone but has to anyways, manage your other shit.
1: You know, just yeah. like every
0: other job, it's like fuck. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so the uh, you've talked a little bit about. So that's you know that's that's some of the realities, some of the hearts. The uh, um and you talked a little bit about like the um the experience that you have and the experience that you really enjoy when you see a, when a piece just comes out really awesome and the person's really just stoked about mm-hmm. it. What are the other aspects of the job that you just you just get excited about?
1: I love working. Particularly in this town reminds me a lot of where I came up as opposed to some other cities in between that I've worked at and I feel like people are more authentic and they're more earnest and they're just more Stoked to be tattooed. Yeah. Um, I have tattooed regular working-class folks for the majority of my career And I have found it really satisfying because these people save up money that they don't really have to do something for themselves and I love doing cover-ups and reworking of old tattoos because you're giving someone joy about something that they felt a little bit of shame over. And when someone gets up and they look in the mirror and they got something better than what they were able to picture on themselves, like that's never not been great. Like I've never left the shop bummed out that that's my situation in life. I've left hurting and I've left needing a whiskey, but I've never left being like, Oh, what a shitty job. <laughs> I've never gotten up to come to work and been like, I can't do it. And I mean, I remember that. Like, I remember going to the restaurant. I remember having jobs, and, you know, I was a teen, but like, just being like, I can't go today. Or, like, you know, my friends and my partners working retail and being like, I can't get it together to do this job today. <laughs> I've never felt that way about tattooing. Wow. Truly never crossed my mind. I get up, I come to the shop.
2: Throw get up it done. once or twice. It's and get it done. Gotta turn the music yeah.
0: up. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I like you a little less now. Get it's, it's the, uh, and you also kind of hit home. Like I'm, I'm actively saving up for a cover up. Yeah. The, uh, some of you know, um, but the uh, but yeah, I went. Um, so like the piece that I haven't covered up. It's it's relatively large. Mm. It's on my chest. And I, I, I think people forget how much tattoos actually cost. Yeah. Occasionally, like you know, and yeah, just truly. like everything that goes into it, and all the time and all the effort, because yeah, because um, because we
1: only get paid for the tattooing part, and we don't um, get to keep all that because we have to pay the shop, and we mm-hmm. have to pay our supplies. You know, pay yeah. for pay for expensive items, and so I, I I fully recognize the gravity of like the price of the tattoo. Yeah. But people are dropping that on shoes, bags that you're gonna have to buy again in a couple seasons. So at yeah. least you get to take that to the grave. That one's yeah. That one's going with you. We yeah. work
2: with people. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the deal is, like
1: we we'll figure, figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Sure. We figure Where it out. Where there's
0: a will, there's a way. I feel hope. I feel a little bit. If you need a tat, you can get a tat. You can get yeah. a tat. Yeah. Nice. absolutely. <laughs> nice. VA. <laughs> yeah. um, and so uh, I want to talk a little bit about something that you guys started um, or something you guys have got going. Uh, get what you get. Mm. And so you guys have, you, you guys actually have like a, a machine and we'll, we'll throw a video up of it or we'll, you know, we'll, we'll reference it in the video. You're going to um, get one tonight. Oh, shall we? <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Do it. Do it, do said, it
0: shall we. I need a. I need shall a we? piece of bonus content for it. this. One <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 And so, um, will, you, uh, will You guys, explain what is
2: get what you get. How does it work? What is that? Get what you get um, is a machine with designs in the little plastic bubbles. Mm-hmm. You give us eighty bucks. You spin the machine, and whatever comes out, you get the tattoo. And has anyone ever refused? Yes. Yeah. And what happened? Not refused. They weren't stoked. They weren't stoked. We're not stoked. We don't want to give anyone a tattoo
1: that they don't want to get.
2: Yes. The goal is not to to trick you crazy shit on people. (laughs) The goal is to have fun. Yeah. I'm saying we're trying to have fun. The clients, are, it's fun to do, I've so, it.
1: Yeah, you should play the game if you, say, have a bunch of little weird spots and you're very comfortable getting a random tattoo, but that being said, people see videos that we post of people playing, it seems very fun to them, uh-huh. so all different kinds of people play, even yeah. if they're not necessarily ready to give up full control, and yeah. they are going to have an opinion of what they pull out, so we try to put stuff in there that's fun for us to tattoo, Yeah, yeah. it's pretty regular, I mean, yeah. when that game started... Uh, Idle Hand in San Francisco actually was the first place that I saw do a get what you get machine Uh I think it was like 60 bucks which was like pretty well below their minimum at the time And they put very strange tattoos in there because it was weird I mean it was for like how weird do you want to get Now the vibe is is different because it's streamlined Like it's uh, popularized It's something all different kinds of people and moms and daughters and everybody want to get now So we have to be a little nicer about it is it
0: odd? Is it odd to talk about tattooing like that? It's that in, in like this mainstream terminology, like mothers and daughters coming out. It's be always been eye-
1: like, like that. I mean, yeah. tattooing for hundred of hundred or more years has gone through. This cycle of yeah. up and down in, in popularity, and what yeah. kinds of people get tattooed, and what it means, and yeah. laws and restrictions.
2: That's just in this country, though. Yeah, too. Yeah, in a lot of other all cultures, over the it's world, totally right. Normal to, for everybody to be tatted up, or it's yeah. not at
1: all still. And I think yeah. you know you could see anything could happen. Anything yeah. could happen in another hundred years. No, we
2: tattoo moms and daughters all day. Yeah, so, thank you,
0: moms and daughters. Thank <laughs> you, moms and daughters.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, and
0: What's so, up with your sister? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, so back on the get what you get. So, it's not like a hard and fast
2: must. Like if somebody
1: pulls yes. something out of there, and you, you
2: the get act, eighty dollars, you give us the money. You give us the money. the money back.
1: Yeah, we're not gonna give you the money back. Yeah, yeah, you're either getting the tattoo
2: yeah. or you're not.
1: But if you so, look really sad and you want to give me another 20 bucks, I'll let you roll it again. Yes. But you should have okay. known better. You should have learned your lesson. Yeah. That maybe this wasn't for you. And that's yeah. a
2: secret just for your right. listeners. Yeah, okay. okay. It there is a $20 rule. Like official official you could re roll re-roll. You a could re-roll. for extra 20. 20 bucks, yeah. but yeah. no. You got to mention your podcast. Stuff for that. Oh, yes, yeah. you heard it. Okay. There you we are. are it's the it. second chance discount. <laughs> mm-hmm. the,
0: the, the headphones recommended Grace. I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah that's, that's too low. Um, <laughs> nice, but the vast majority of people, I'm assuming, like they get it and they love it. Everybody's stoked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So everybody. we've got tons we of videos you can see on oh, our yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and so, in the time we've got left, um, I want you guys to think about like your experience, um, your your experience and your years, you know, uh, working and uh, giving tattoos. What would you say to somebody who's thinking that tattoo, uh, like becoming a tattooer, that's the course that they want to go? That that's what they're thinking about, or that's something that they've been debating, based on your experience, based on your on your years of wisdom. What would you What would you tell that person?
1: Well, you have to be in a point in your life where you're kind of stupid, because I feel like you have to dedicate so much time for not a lot of payback right away, or in the, the case of Oregon, you have to pay a lot right away, so you need to be in this like kind of flexible time where you're willing to also take your ego out of where you're going. I think that was crucial, and I think that's the main point of an apprenticeship, even though you can't get one here officially. You need to let go of your ego to to be molded into someone that can do this job and honor your clients instead of honoring yourself and what you think is your artistic vision because that'll build and grow and become successful after you've nailed down your foundations. Um, I think getting tattooed is number one. Uh, You have to go to people whose artwork you like or who you respect and and get tattooed. You can't learn anything without getting tattooed. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what you
2: That's what I would say. That's what I would say as a Both of things,
1: you can see. yeah. But it, yeah,
2: no. Getting tattooed just shows you everything. Like you spend time in a tattoo shop. Like you can see how it kind of works if you get enough tattoos and mm-hmm. spend enough time there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you know you'll have a little better idea if that's really what you want to do.
1: And you'll have an in if you've been a inquisitive, intelligent person who listens you're basically paying money for information. When okay. I have clients who I know want to be tattooers, and I've tattooed them a couple times, if I think their head's in the right place, and if I think they're genuine, earnest people who could be good at this job, I will give them advice. Yeah. It, I would say it's free advice, but you know they're paying for the tattoos, so technically I guess the advice is yeah. free. And if I'm tattooing someone that's asking me, Questions and seems rude or when I try to give them the answers, seems like they're not paying attention I'm not gonna tell them anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe encourage them to do something completely different and yeah. please don't tattoo yeah. Um, So yeah get, getting getting tattooed opening your ears opening your eyes
2: Yeah, you got to make friends with a tattooer
1: basically
2: Yeah. Uh, make, make friends like yeah. make, meet some people yeah. that be, can help you out, yeah. you know be a cool human being yeah, be nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly yeah. right. That's yeah. all you got to do. And really want it, and you'll find your way. You know. What I mean? yeah.
1: Yeah. But no one's gonna write it out for you. Here's how you do it. Here's it's how possible. you. Be- yeah. Impossible. It's not. It's, it's just not possible. No. Everyone's no. on a different path. Yeah. Rad. <laughs>
0: guys, this uh, the time for this episode has gone by too quickly. Um, I'm so grateful that you guys both agreed to be able to come and sit down and to do this. Um, I really appreciate it. Any last party words? Oh, can we get... Um, uh, we've had the third person hanging out here. What would
1: Chris say if he was here?
2: Mm. I wouldn't even venture to guess. <laughs>
1: <Me> neither. <clears throat> he might fart on tape. We're all here thanks to Chrisley. <laughs> we <laughs> are. We're both here thanks to Chrisley. That's true. Yeah. yeah. For,
0: the, for those of you who are listening on the podcast and not watching the video, um, we, we have a framed picture of uh, the third leg to this stool mm-hmm. in here. He <laughs> yeah.
2: so the uh He's the owner of the shop. Uh-huh. Yes. Um,
0: yeah, Chris Lee.
1: Our yeah. fearless leader. The fearless right.
0: leader, and so we've been honoring him by having his, his frame portrait here with us thank this you. entire time. Uh, guys, again, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, for everybody else, thank you for watching, thank you for listening. Don't forget, subscribe, do all that normal stuff. You know how that works. Uh, Until next time, go get it. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe, turn on those notifications so you don't miss an episode. You can also keep up with Headphones Recommended on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. YouTube. Contact us there. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, go get it.